plugs them into a different, like her computer, not mine. <laughs> and so I keep on like just putting them on, like, why the hell can't I hear you? <laughs> well, that would be why. I'm yeah, like, I can't good. hear you. Well, I couldn't even hear you either. So your mic must be like combined in the same one too. On this, yes. On yeah. the one we're going to test out on Thursday, they'll actually be separate. Woohoo! But just to be safe, we'll do this one too. Because holy God, the world is weird. Falling apart? Apparently so. Did, uh, was that your first earthquake? Um, it's the first that I am positive was an earthquake. Okay. It was the first, I mean, it was very yeah, pronounced, yeah. definite, just, not just like a little thing. That's like, it, yeah, it could have been a- an earthquake far away, but I didn't have smartphones. So, you know, this one was definitely like, whoa. Yeah, like, all right, that definitely was an earthquake. I swear on all, if Lori Dable's right. Oh my god. <laughs> and we uh, have to, just, like, if we have to like worship Lori Daybell in the next life, I am not gonna handle this well. <laughs> me neither. Oh, but she's your favorite. So my favorite. Oh my god, did you know that there's a Lego uh Stranger Things in the upside down? Hey, that's kinda cool. Yeah, it's also two hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Not like, oh, not that cool. It is cool, but that's not ideal. But yeah, and I mean, like, what you guys are three, four hours away from that, too. Well, it's like a hundred miles, but the roads are kind of windy, so it would take longer to drive. Mm -hmm. But mileage wise, it was said it was 88 from Boise. I'm about 20 from Boise. Oh, great. Now I'm triangulating my location. location. <laughs> um, so I'm about 100 miles, 110 miles out. Okay. One of my friends was taking a bath. Oh, they were when it happened, huh? Yeah. She's like, holy shit. Nothing like an earthquake happening right in the middle of a bath. Like, just imagine the water. That would have been extremely weird. Like, well, I, when I woke up to it, I mean, shit. It was like, whoa, what the hell is going on? Because oh, like, it was like at 5 a.m. when it happened to me. And then, you know, like a few days ago, I told you, I'm like, Boise had like a 3.0, which some people sometimes can't feel them, especially if they're moving around and stuff. And Yeah. But uh, now... It'll probably be more like potent to like fill in them because you're like more like aware. Well, I don't know though. I mean, plus like with mine, I was like five miles away. Yeah. And so Jeez. all this craziness is just the world is falling apart. The world right now. My the mom, world. by the way, because I was just curious, I asked my mom full on about that uh, whole enzyme article, and she's like. There was never an inside article that said that, the way you said. I was like, huh. I bet if I really wanted to, I could search backlog and find it. (laughs) It was, it had to be like maybe 
somewhere between 2014 and 2016. Well, I bet you they have them all online and everything, too. They do. That's what I'm saying. If I really want it, I bet I can find it. <laughs> I might have to find it. I may even have a clipping somewhere in one of my journals. Really? I might. I was like, Mom, I'm like, I swear. They said, well, and I swear I heard her talk about it, too, like, before. So This is a total subject change, but as I was doing this, I was just, like, scrolling through earthquake shit, and somehow in the middle of it came an ad and this ad is for a blanket that looks like a tortilla. <laughs> so you wrap yourself like hey, a tornado. if you're going to go down, might as well go down swinging, right? And it just made me so happy to see this blanket that makes you look like a burrito. Here, I'm going to send this to you just so you can enjoy this uh, burrito. Oh my god, that's amazing. The 3D burrito blanket. I think it's That funny. is incredible. Wouldn't pay for it for myself, but if I got it as a gift, would totally use it. <laughs> the burrito blanket. Become a human giant burrito. Mm-hmm. It sounds cozy, doesn't it? <laughs> Twenty some bucks though, Jesus. Yeah, that's why I said I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> but if someone gave it to me, I you'd be all over that me. shit. God damn it! The place I get my CBD cookies are all out of cookies. Wonder <sighs> <laughs> huh, why. Like world in here. They have. I don't know if you talked to Lori David, it might be. Did I tell you Jude and I are going to make bath bombs for Easter gifts for our families? Oh my god, are you? We are. I ordered a bunch of this stuff um, on Amazon and I'm going to put like sprinkles and I ordered bath bomb dye and we're going to make bath bombs. Oh my god, that's awesome. If you want, I'm not going to pay shipping right now for you, but if you want, when we can finally get together next, I'll make you a bath bomb and save it for you. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> we'll just have like this box of shit. For well, I already have a box of shit. It has, you know, your child's Easter bunny with her name embroidered on it. I I know because I plan on seeing you. You have my kids' hatchimals. You have mm-hmm. my swimsuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real cute too. It's adorable. Oh, and then, you know, just fucked up shit today. We have this appointment for my son that we waited a month for. And they call and they reschedule the time for an earlier time. No problem. They call back and they're like, oh, by the way, we have to cancel. We don't take children. I'm like, really? So when I called a month ago to schedule this and you asked me for his birthday you didn't comprehend that him being bored in 2011 meant that he was under the age of 18. I don't understand. Your son was born in 2010, but also... (laughs) Shut up. I'm sorry. (laughs) June 11th, 2010. Yes, you are correct. But also, I agree. Like, you gave them his birth date to start with. How could they... Oh, no, it's age. 
I don't know. For the record, I only know when her son was born because it was the same year I married Michelle. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. Apparently, <laughs> I don't, though. So that's all good. <laughs> At least one of us does. Apparently, it didn't stand out in your mind as much. Oh, hey, Viviana's bringing me a drink. Thank you. Hey, uh, time machine or, you know, whatever we need <laughs> so that you can give me one, too. Needs to happen now. <laughs> No kidding, you can give me those Hatchimal's eggs and I'll give you a drink. <laughs> hmm. She made it up because she can do that because she's amazing like that. Not only did she make this drink up, but I think she made the blood orange vodka that's in it herself. Like she took normal vodka and turned it into a different vodka. Ha- ha- yep, she did. <laughs> she, she heard me say it and confirmed. Yes, she did because she's cool how do you do that by huh she used real blood oranges and juiced it and infused them i i have no words besides this she's just amazing she definitely is amazing i can agree with that you can also infuse gin if you want Mm. to she is very knowledgeable in her uh cocktails which is hilarious because she didn't drink all that much before she moved out here and now she has this whole hobby see i always told my mom you were the one that was corrupting me she never believed me you corrupted viviana i corrupted her because she now knows how to make a good cocktail well in my the eyes of my mom that is mormon and drinking is a no-no yes this thing is so good though if you taste if your mom tasted it she wouldn't think so (laughs) Seriously, though, if the world is ending, I at least want to do, like, I don't know. The world's ending, I'm stuck in my house, and we just had an earthquake. I deserve a damn cocktail. Yeah. With home-infused blood orange vodka. All right. Okay, we've talked about earthquakes, cocktails. Should we actually talk about some oh. crime committed by humans? Uh, yeah, we could or do, do that. Any- oh, my cat got stuck on the roof. Oh, yeah, your cat. <laughs> What the hell was that about? (laughs) We're painting because we're stuck in the house. So we have to have the window open. Otherwise, it stinks like freaking paint. And we didn't even have the window like that much open. And the blinds were even shut and everything. He still gets out, goes on the roof. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, cheater. And actually, like, I was trying to pull the blinds up so that I could go out there. And I broke the blinds as I'm doing that. And then Dustin's like, move, I'm going out there. So I went outside to go look for him, and Dustin's all carrying him. And yeah, got him back, though. Well, I guess that's the most important part. Okay, this story I have today, I'm going to warm, is a little gruesome. Okay. Like, we're on a crime podcast, and I need to give a fair warning that there is part of this story that is so fucked up that I have to give a warning right now. Okay. All right. Are you ready to hear about the Dardines? Yes. Are you ready for me after this to not do families anymore? To not do families? Mm-hmm. I always tend to do families, and it's like they have children and shit involved. Mm, children are hard, man. Oh, this is going to get you. You ready? I guess. All right. 
So our setting, let's talk about a little bit first. I got a little down some rabbit holes on this case, so just to warn you. We are in a place called Ena, Illinois. Okay. And it is a village, so it's like tiny. But crime rates have been really high. And when I say high, we're talking like I've read multiple reports. I mean, I can't, you know, prove it with any police databases. But everything I'm finding, we're talking like 15 homicides in the past two years. What? And in 1990, according to the census, this place had a population of 489. Uh. So our story takes place in 1987. So it's three years before this Mm -hmm. where the population's 489, but I'm going to say it's close. So 15 homicides in a place with 489 people does seem a little extreme. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yes. So, I mean, we're not talking the safest place in the world, even though it's tiny, which is so funny because people are always like, I want to move out of the big city and into the safe small towns. Then you're like, don't move to Ina. Okay. So they'd only lived there a couple of years too. Anyway, I mean, you can guess by the fact I've already given a warning that it doesn't end well for these people. If it had, they wouldn't be on our podcast. So the family, the Dardians that lived there were Russell Keith, who was 29 years old, Ruby Elaine, who was 30, mm-hmm. and both of these, this couple, Both of them went by their middle names, so I will refer to them as Keith and Elaine, which is weird because Ruby's a way cooler name than Elaine, but we'll get up to that (laughs) anyway. Um, They had a son named Peter, who was three, and they were expecting a baby girl, and they were planning on naming her Casey. I like Casey. Casey. So Keith, Elaine, Peter, and Almost Casey were, I mean, they were friendly people. They were in a musical group at church and they, you know, they lived in a little trailer, but they were getting a little nervous because, you know, this town has a real high crime population. So they put their trailer up for sale to get ready to move back to Keith's hometown, which was a place called Mount Carmel. I don't know if they would pronounce that caramel or caramel there, but Uh, how about something good to eat? Yeah. Like, I mean, honestly, when I picture this place, I just think of like a giant candy. Okay. Which would have been way better than what's going to happen to these people. So on November 18th of 1987, Keith doesn't show up to work. And that's not really like him. He pretty much, I mean, he shows up to work. He's never just missed a day where he didn't call in or explain. So, you know, his work got around, called his parents to see, like, what's going Mm -hmm. on. His parents don't know either, so they end up calling the local police. And eventually, the sheriff decides to go over to their trailer, which is for sale, and check on them. And the sheriff walks into a very, very gruesome scene. This is going to be our trigger warning part. If people need to stop, this is my last warning to you. It's not going to be pretty. 
but I have to stay, so. <laughs> yeah. He walks into this trailer where Elaine and Peter have both been beaten to death by a baseball bat. Mm. But it gets a little worse. The stress of being beaten caused Elaine to go into <gasps> labor, give birth to the baby girl, who was also beaten. Oh my god, no. They were beaten to death with a baseball bat that it was said was given to Peter for his last birthday, which I'm just going to throw in there. Who gives a three-year-old a baseball bat for their birthday? Unless it's a plastic baseball. I'm not sure that makes this better. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying it does, but but Chris had, you're asking who gives him, well, Chris had like a little tee that was plastic with a plastic ball and a plastic bat. Not sure you could beat three people to death with that. I feel like it would break first. Yeah. So, all three of them, and this isn't in the official report, but I read it in several, like, multiple articles, so I'm torn because some of them didn't mention it, but many articles I read did, so I'm going to mention it. A lot of the articles said that afterwards, the scene had been cleaned up, and all three of them the newborn baby, Peter, and the mom were tucked into bed. What? Yep, like they were tucked into the bed next to each other. And there was nothing stolen. And there was no forced entry. Okay. Which is particularly interesting because they live in this tiny place with such a hot crime. Like, these three people are going, you know, are dead. Mm-hmm. instantly the police walk in on this and assume Keith did it, right? Okay. But this this wouldn't be a cold case if Keith did it, now would it? No. But if Keith, so if Keith did it, he did it real well. But, so police, the first day they find this scene, obviously go, oh my god, Keith probably did this, right? Okay. So they go look for Keith. However, later that day, Keith is found, not by the police, but by hunters. And he is found to also be a victim. His body Mm. was found out by victims. He had been shot three times with his genitals mutilated. What? He had his dick cut off, pretty much, is what Uh, I can gather. What? Yeah, dude had his dick cut off after he was shot. Or maybe, I can't prove it was after, I don't know. Oh my god. Dude had his dick cut off and was shot three times. Ah. And they don't know 100% if Keith died first or the family, but according to what they could learn, it was within an hour or two of each other that they died. But he wasn't found in the home. Why was he taken out of the home? Just to try to, like, pinpoint it on him? Basically because he was missing? I mean, without going into two minutes of the suspects we'll get into in a second or anything. They were also, I mean, they were clean. They were beaten to death, but then they cleaned up, tucked in, no sign of rape, no sign of anything. And then here he is with his genitals chopped off. Uh, So, like, that is two totally different, like, I mean, the beaten part, but then someone going through and tucking them in shows, like, sympathy or care or whatever. But the the whole beaten thing is, oh, oh, okay. So, his car was parked by the police station. Okay. 
and the blood spatter indicated that Keith had been murdered in the car. So mm. whoever did this had the balls to murder Keith in the car, either right before or right after his family, dump him in a field somewhere, and park the car at the damn police station. Uh, okay. What year is this? 87. Okay. Year before I was born. I just aged myself. I was born in 88, everybody. That's the Dardines. You want to hear about some suspects, or would you like to give some input first? Um, holy shit. (laughs) Told you, this case is intense. Like, reading about this, I was just like, oh. And he was shot, not beaten. Yeah, he was shot three times and his genitals mutilated. Like I said, I don't know which happened first. They probably can't really tell. Dude, I think it could be two different people. It's never been ruled out for sure. Okay. I mean, that's definitely something that'll come into play as we review suspects, just because the murders were portrayed in such different manners. But the fact that they were done, like, within an hour of each other. It said... In everything I've read, that it seemed like it was one to two hours within the same time span of each other. Uh, could the killer have wanted him to suffer? So he made him watch him kill. Like I said, I can't say they obviously searched for any drug ties. And they could find no drug ties. So I was automatically just thinking that it was an, an angry ex or something. Angry. I don't know. I mean. That like wanted to have him suffer. So made him watch all this happen. Maybe even made, that is made him pick up, an ex pick up the kids I or something. I hadn't thought about. Like. That is interesting. Because I know Peter, who was three, mm-hmm. belonged to them jointly. So I know they've been together at least three years. But I hadn't thought about an ex. That's interesting. Okay. And wanted them to suffer and, like, wanted to watch him, like, suffer. Like. Well, I will say several police have commented how they do think, I mean, this felt personal. Yeah. It looks personal. So, now getting into this, as to some theories I've read online and what people think Mm -hmm. happened. So the first theory that police ever came across was to the freight train killer who could have been in that area, but there wasn't enough similarities to his MO in this, so he eventually mostly got... Who is he? I don't remember. I looked up his name, but he honestly wasn't interesting enough for me to look for. Okay. Okay. The next guy, I did go down a rabbit hole on, so I know a bit more information on him. And he is also a serial killer who technically confessed to killing the Dardines. Okay. And his name is Tommy Lee Sells. You ever heard of him? I don't think so. Okay, so Tommy Lee Sells was definitely a sleazebag of a guy. Like, he drank a ton, used drugs. Wait, so people that go around killing people aren't sleazebags? There are some sleazebags who don't kill people, but (laughs) (laughs) we can discuss that another time. So this guy, he 
I mean, did drugs, drank a lot, and like I said, he committed theft. He was in and out of jail a lot, and he confessed to more than 70 murders. So he confessed to the Dardians, but he confessed to a lot of murders. Okay. So it's like, you can only take this so much. He also changed his story on the Dardians several times. One time he said he met Keith at a gas station, and then Keith invited him over, which doesn't really seem likely because... We already know that they were suspicious of people at the time because of the high crime rates. They were selling their trailer and moving out of town. It seems unlikely that they would just invite someone they met at a gas station over. Okay. Yeah. In another situation, they propositioned him for a threesome. And when he refused, they like got violent and he ended up killing them also seems a little sketchy like where was the three-year-old supposed to be during this threesome she was obviously relatively far along in a pregnancy like just not seeing it happen Mm, yeah i'd have to agree with that while this man has been sentenced to death so we'll never know they only ever actually tied him to 22 of the 70 murders he confessed to Hmm. So he was a shit guy. He murdered probably 22 people, but he confessed to a lot more, possibly for glory, possibly to delay his time looking for more. But right. either way, I personally don't think he killed them. So okay. there is that. Tommy Lee sells for anyone who wants to look him up. But he did kill some people. I spent a long time going down a rabbit hole. There's a lot of people he confessed to killing who are still cold cases. And the problem for me is after I went down this rabbit hole reading all of his stuff is he wouldn't have had any MO. Like he literally was convicted of raping people and then he didn't rape anyone but mutilated genitals on a different person but didn't rape the wife. That doesn't seem consistent. No, definitely not. That to me. Well, we know that people like false confess all the time yeah. too. To, so, like I said, I mean, he was convicted of raping and murdering people, and murdering, murdering. So yeah, it doesn't seem likely to me. Like I feel like if he had done this for some reason, just based on his history, a he probably would have raped her, which technically could have sent off labor. Then I don't feel like after he killed her, he would have cleaned up the scene and tucked him in. And what the yeah. hell happened to Keith? Why would he have been there? That that does not make sense. Sir. So another thing that a couple of people have theories of is that they had mistaken identities. So someone else who lived in a trailer on a farm, because they mm-hmm. had their trailer, like I said, on a farm they were renting from someone. So Mm -hmm. someone else who had a trailer on a farm was drug dealing or doing something and they were supposed to be killed and the guy went to the wrong place and killed the Dardines. But why are they tucked in? That's a good question. This isn't my theory. These are some I've read. I'll tell you my theory here in a minute. 
And then we have a theory, of course, that there is multiple killers because they're so, like, different and close to the same time. But that's about all the theories I found on the internet. Oh, you didn't find any aliens? Oddly enough, no. I mean, maybe the aliens took him, did their research, left the family tucked in because they didn't know they'd killed him, and then wanted his genitals for research, and then placed him back in the field or wherever they found him, out hunting. This is why I love you. Not my real theory, but I want to hear yours (laughs) before (laughs) I give you mine. I still am going to stick, like, with the, because it's such, like, a hate crime. Stick with the ex. I mean, even maybe the ex put a gun to his head and was like, you have to beat the men, otherwise I'm going to kill you. Or, you know, or decided, ex decided, well, I'm going to beat them up and then... You're going to tuck them in. You're going to have your DNA all over it. You're going to clean this mess up. You did this, like, being a psycho fucking ex, like psycho exes are, and then took him out and chopped off his dick. <laughs> okay. I can, I can buy that. That's definitely something I haven't read online and something I hadn't actually thought of. I will, however, tell you what I think happened. Okay. Okay. I think that Keith killed his family. Okay. I think Keith was cheating. And he wanted a divorce. And when this happened, he started beating his wife. Like like they got into a fight. He said he wanted a divorce. She said no. He started beating her. And then she went into labor. When she goes into labor, Mm -hmm. he panicked. Okay, and he panics and ends up killing the baby. Once he kills the baby, he feels horrible and kills Peter, too. Okay? That's why it's all clean. That's why they're tucked in. He wants them to be at peace. So once they're all done, he's freaking out. He's killed them. He calls the ex. So the ex comes over. When the ex sees what he's done, she fucking kills, or not the ex, the mistress, sorry. The mistress sees what he's done and is like, oh my god, I obviously can't trust you. You're a psychopath. She shoots him in self-defense and then chops off his dick just because she's pissed at him. Okay. And that's what I think happened to the Dardines. Okay. So you think an ex, I think current mistress, he killed him, she killed him. That's an interesting one. That lines up, too. Mm -hmm. Because he's like, I want to get away. She's fighting me on it. Oh my god, she's in labor. Shit, the baby's accidentally dead. Like, I'm beating her. I hit the baby. Like, it all gets messy and out of hand so fast. He feels guilty. His baby and his son are dead. Tucks him in. Calls her in a panic. And then she's like, holy shit, this is fucked up. She kills him. Drops him off. No one knew they were having an affair. No one knew they were connected. Maybe she never got brought in. We don't have cell phone data now. To... She could have just been like a coworker, a bartender, anybody who he had known. Yeah. But she wouldn't have necessarily had fingers pointed at. Yeah. So, 
That's what I think happened to the Jardines. I like that one. Not the story, but I mean, I like your theory on it. Thank you. Yeah, the story. I mean, it was a good story too. It's just awful. The whole like, okay. I hope this isn't too personal. If so, edit this out. But you went into labor after an accident, didn't you? Like, yeah, with Kylie. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very realistic. Like, you probably can imagine being beaten would onset labor. To imagine. Yeah, because Kylie was 30, about 30 days early. Mm-hmm. She was about a month early because, uh, you know, a semi-truck hit my car. And they said because of the distress and everything is probably why it went to labor early. So I'm not positive, like, when her due date is, but I'm imagining it's far enough along. I mean, that they, they say that whoever did this committed four murders. So the person who committed this is definitely... So she was probably over four months. Probably. Along. They definitely accused this person. And they knew the gender. And it's the 80s. And this person is like whoever it is, even though it's cold case, they say committed four murders. So mm-hmm. there's a decent chance that if they had been like in a hospital under normal circumstances, this baby could have survived. Yeah. So there's that. So it's like. That's the other reason I gave trigger warning. Because it's like, this baby could have made it. <laughs> like, preterminally. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. I don't think... I've read a couple places that say they don't think a woman could have committed this crime. Because a woman could never do that to a baby. Which, of course not. I mean, it's kind of sexist. But at the same time, I mean... Most women don't inherently kill babies. That's why I have to wonder if it was him taking anger out on her and then she went into labor and he kind of accidentally killed the baby and beat it like he was hitting her with a bat between the legs as she and she started giving birth and then he started hitting the kid in the head and then realized what was I don't know. Like I could be. That explains it more to me than someone, you know delivering the newborn and then beating it to death yeah that's why it's my theory that's a good one that makes sense that like adds it all up and everything sadly odds are we may never know what happened to the Jardine family for sure however if anyone out there has theories please feel free to tell us Oh, yeah. We would love to hear them, guys. And it's not aliens, even though I love we know, jumping to We know aliens. you're listening. We we uh, we have analytics. We know you're listening. So message Oh, us. and this is coming out. Wait. This is coming out this week, right? Yeah. So yeah. we're all in quarantine, quarantine. right now. <laughs> Pretty much everybody. Um, stay safe. Stay in your house. And listen to our podcast. Write us. Yes. Feel free to write us. Write us any theories you have, any requests you have for cases for us to cover. And I really, I really do. I appreciate messages on Reddit, but you other people, step it up. Indeed. Please. We want more emails unless you're going to tell us we're stupid or that we are damned to hell. We already know we're damned to hell. Yeah, we already know know that shit. Like... (laughs) 
And if we get something wrong, we've already heard all those too. Like you got, you spelt that you like said this wrong. I'm like, I, I know. We understand that we're we bad people, but deep down, <laughs> all we really want is to try to figure out what happened to these people. Because while we're bad people, we're not as bad as people who murder. That is fair enough. You know, we take care of our children. We love them. Never killed anybody. Yeah, we may no. flip people off occasionally, but <laughs> I just flip off you. Oh, okay. It's a gesture. But other love than that, you, we you know, <laughs> neither of us have been to jail. Hey, that's true. Neither of us have actually ever done any hard drugs either. Weird, mom. Out to Adrian's mother. So She's never done Oof. hard drugs. <laughs> Couple nope. edibles here and there, maybe. But yeah, my first one was in California when it was legal. Yeah, I was gonna say my edibles have all been legal. <laughs> so have mine. Actually, you know, you might have bought in yours illegal, but then you took yours home, so that's not legal. Shh. You're more of a rebel than I am. Shh, don't tell them that. <laughs> But it's okay, because we both live in states where liquor has been deemed a necessity. <laughs> Which is hilarious, especially here in Utah. It is. I can't believe that Utah deemed that a necessity. That is so funny. Yep. We are definitely a necessity. Hey, they cut back on, you know, how many drawer dash drivers and stuff they can have. But alcohol? You can have as much alcohol as you want. As of yet? Our DoorDash drivers have not been taken off, so I'm going to take advantage of that while I can. Well, ours, uh, and then GrabHub, I got an email saying that they are, they're just, like, limiting the times. See, that makes more sense to me. Like, okay, if you want something between, like, 9 and 5 p.m., okay, but then go home and relax and don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if those oh are the God. specific times. I'm just guessing. Sarah J. Mass has a new book out. <gasps> really? What is that? House of Earth and Blood. Crescent City One. You still have not read all of her goddamn books. No, you really need to. It's. I should. Oh, oh, apparently I have the second book, Throne of Glass, on the Kindle edition. Let's see. Do I have that one? Court of Thorns and Thor- uh, Thorns and Roses was all right, but I really like the Thorn of Glass series. That one was my absolute favorite. And if you would like to check out that series, which I've only read the prologue of, but it was really good, check out audible.com slash crimetheoriespodcast.com. Is that our link? <laughs> audible.com slash crimetheoriespod. Oh, pod, not podcast. No, I just did pod because that's where you have it all on, like, all of the, like, all of our tags are just pods, so I thought it'd make it easy. That makes sense. But, yeah. So, be safe. Go get it for free. It was, it was, it's a great series. I recommend listening to the Assassin's Blade first, though. Okay. Which is the prologue to it. That's the like, one I've read. It was good. I have a lot of books on my to-read list, but I definitely want to check out the rest. So also, if you need something to read, hit us up. Need something to read, have requests, have theories. We want to hear from you. Stay safe. Listen to our podcast. And when you're done with it, go check out Audible. Bye.
Yeah, buddy. And keep fucking going. Don't die. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs>